listening to the Fish on Ted podcast with your host, Ted Johnson. Well, hello, this is Ted Johnson with the Fish on Ted podcast. And I want to thank everybody for joining us today. Um, we're recording this on the second week of August of 2020. Yep, it's during the uh, coronavirus uh, uh, situation that's going on. And it's also in kind of the middle of a heat wave, um, at least on the West Coast anyway. Um, in California, I just got somebody that sent me a forecast that says down in the Death Valley area, it's going to be 125 degrees tomorrow. Holy smokes, it's crazy. So anyway, if you check your calendars, um, it's also buoy 10 season in Oregon and Washington. Got a lot of fishing activity going on at buoy 10 and looks like they're catching some just pigs out there. Absolute pigs. So we're excited to uh, see the, the fish coming in and people taking advantage of it, although it's only a 10 day season right now. And then on the East Coast, the stripers are there and uh, uh, people are also uh, in, enjoying themselves fishing in the uh, in the lakes in the Poconos and and other areas on the East Coast. Well, today we have got a great interview. I'm really excited to talk to this guy and um, share with uh, you all some of the experiences and the information that I know about him. He's a professional guide in the state of Washington. He, um, if you if you think about the state of Washington as I look at it as as a slice of bread, um, he's kind of based it right in the middle of that slice of bread, just on the east side of the Cascades, and fishes the rivers and uh, lakes and reservoirs in that part of the world. So, without further ado, Kane, are you there, man? Yeah, I'm here, Ted. <laughs> Good. How are you, man? Good, man. How about you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Sounds like you have been one busy guy the uh, last few weeks. Yeah, running. <laughs> we're in the heart of summer Chinook and sockeye season here, and plus I, plus my full time job. So I've been running wild. Yeah, no kidding. Now, now your full time job is all about fishing too, isn't it? Aren't you uh, involved in the hatchery program there in Washington? Yep, I work for the full-time for the Washington Department of Fish and Wildlife at, a, at the OMAC hatchery. It's a resident trout hatch. I do Mohawk and cutthroat, rainbow trout, tiger trout, and kokanee. No kidding. What fun that is. It, it sounds like you're the guy to know if you want to go find trout. Oh, yeah. I uh, There's a bunch of little lakes around here that Pretty much anywhere, like in this Okanagan County, Chelan County area, almost every piece of water has fish in it. Wow, that's amazing. Now, now did you grow up in that part of the world, Kane? No, sort of. I did. I did in the in the summers. My all my family's from here in Okanagan County, but I grew up on the west side in Whatcom County, over in Ferndale. I fished. Oh the, no! Grew up fishing. Yeah, fishing the Nooksack River and the Skagit River and the bunch of creeks that come off of Mount Baker. Ah, when did you decide to do, uh, move over to the other side of the mountains? I uh, I always wanted to live over. I used to live, I stayed in the summers here at my grandparents' house. 
or with one of my sets of aunt and uncles and I always wanted to live here, but my mom did not want to raise me here because yeah. she thought I'd become a redneck, but I'm uh, I'm worse than she ever thought of being as a redneck. <laughs> you probably love you. <laughs> it back yes <laughs> it backfired on her bad. Is that right? <laughs> well, well, yeah. very very good. So so you know, I'm I'm curious in your part of the world. Um and uh, we haven't spoken to anyone on the uh, podcast over the couple of years that we've been running that um, are fishing the waters that you fish. You're, um, you're fishing what, Lake Chelan? And what are, what are some of the other uh, uh, brand name waters that are in your area that you fish? Like you said, Lake Chelan. I'm gonna start hammering Lake Roosevelt. I fished the Upper Columbia, Banks Lake with, for bass and walleye. Uh-huh. And there's a I have some there's some smaller lakes up here in Okanagan County too that are they can be they can be real good fishing for kokanee for nice kokanee trophy almost trophy class kokanee. Really? Now now how big yeah. is a trophy class kokanee? I'd call them like a 6 well to me a trophy kokanee is like 16 inches and bigger. Okay. And there's 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 a few of these little lakes that I don't like to name, but I'll I take people fishing to them. But they have there's fish that are pushing 20, 20 inches in them. Holy mackerel! Nice. That 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 that's a very nice fish. Now uh, for yeah. those in the northwest and in our part of the world where you and I live, uh, kokanee is a fairly prevalent species out there. But we've got listeners all over the United States and all over the world. Um, um, We've got a big listenership in, in France and, and uh, Belgium and hmm. other places. And I don't think they know what a kokanee is there. Can you give us an idea it, of what a kokanee it, is? It pre, uh, it's a landlocked uh, sockeye salmon. They, just, they do not go to the salt water. They, they are born in a creek or some of them will beach spawn, but they're born in a lake and they stay in the lake, the whole or lake or reservoir the whole, their whole life. Ah, okay. Okay, very good. Are 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 they red meated, like a, a sockeye oh, yeah. salmon? Are they? Yeah, they eat the yeah they eat the little uh, plankton um, uh, that are swimming around. And uh -huh. Sometimes they'll sometimes uh -huh. they'll eat the freshwater shrimp. Yeah. But they mostly eat. They feed on the daphnia that that's a little plankton that's in these lakes, and they get nice orange red meat, and they are tasty. I was going to say the kokanee that I've eaten over the years, that's some of the most delicious fish I've ever eaten in my life. It is. And it's a, it's a great fishery because now the state pretty much all across the state with them, there's a few lakes that have a smaller limit, but most of the lakes are a 10 fish limit. And it is a killer fishery to get the little kids involved with. Oh, I'll bet. I'll bet. Yeah, the, the, the times I've been kokanee fishing, um, we generally will get into them. And then it's, I mean, once you get into them, it's just like one fish after another, isn't it? Heck yeah. I can't, and sometimes though, it takes a while before you can find them in some of these lakes yep. before you can really get in them. But yeah, it's, I don't know, it's fun. The kids have a great time and uh, they just get, they get involved with everything with the fishery and, and have a blast. Right. right. Yeah, the the and they're such beautiful fish too. I mean, they just like you were saying, they look like they a, are 
small sockeye salmon because that's what they are. Yeah. Now you you were telling me uh, earlier that you have actually a sea run um, a bunch of, of sockeye now in your area that you're fishing for, right? Yeah, we had. Uh, it was a pretty great run that coming up to Columbia. The the fish I was the fish I was fishing on, they run up to Columbia and then up uh, the Okanagan River up into Canada and spawn up in Canada and there was like it was like 300,000 fish and they were stacked here at Brewster. Wow, really? No kidding. Yeah. It's kind of winding down now. There might be this week might still be really good. It may be even two weeks. It might go for two more weeks. It just depends on some circumstances with the water temps and whatnot. Right. So when when the fish get that far up the Columbia, I mean, because we're talking hundreds of miles they've traveled um, out, you know, up the Columbia from the Pacific Ocean. What kind of condition yeah. are they in? Get up to you. Their uh, their meat is excellent. The DNA these fish have, their genes are built for that long run. And yeah. they're, I mean, they're not they're not ocean fresh by any means, but they're a little darker. Some are bright still, but their meat is freaking excellent. It's red meat, and it tastes delicious on the grill. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And now, what's the what's the limit for sockeye in your area? They up. It started. The season started at two per person, but then they upped it a couple weeks ago to four. Wow. Really? And they're how, how big yeah. are they? They're two to six pounds. Most of them are. They're not. They're not huge by any means, though. The ones that run up the Wenatchee River into Lake Wenatchee, they get bigger. They average, I think those ones are like four to seven, eight pounds. Oh, wow. So four of those yeah. um, um, uh, gives, gives you salmon to eat on and some free, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, it's killer. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be darned. So this time of year, what else are you fishing for in your area, Kane? So now... There's a few lakes that are pumping out decent kokanee still that their meat hasn't gotten soft yet due to high water or high temperatures in the water yet, but that will start winding down. But Lake Chelan, I'm going to start hitting Lake Chelan and Lake Roosevelt here because Lake Chelan, you can catch, there's Mackinac, landlocked Chinook salmon and the kokanee in there and cutthroat. And then Roosevelt, Roosevelt's got some big, big kokanee in it, rainbows and walleye. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, Lake Chelan, I've only been there one time, but that, that is a gorgeous place, isn't it? It is. It's it's awesome. It's yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, there's a – up on the other end of the lake, it reminds me of southeast Alaska a little bit. Mm-hmm. Right, it's, yeah. It's with pretty the, neat. Yeah, with the, with the tall mountains around it, and uh, if you're there at the right time of yep. year, there's snow up above, and – I mean, it's gorgeous. It is just an absolutely exactly. Gorgeous. Yeah, and and you were saying you've got Mackinac in that lake. Yep, there's some there's some big ones too. Really? How big do they get? Yeah, there? I believe the the state record came out of there, and it's like I can't remember if it's just over thirty pounds or just under thirty pounds. Wow! But there is a That's bunch of other ones. Yeah, there's a bunch of smaller ones that are actually pretty decent to eat one of my buddies 
we all kind of poo-poo on the Mackinac, but if you cut all the fat and stuff off them, they're actually pretty freaking tasty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you 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 got to fillet them right, and then as I remember, you know, taking out the 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 uh, the fatty uh, um, stripe that goes through the meat. If you take that out, then yeah, yeah. they're pretty good. Yeah, they're and they're the ones that are eating the shrimp, especially. They're nice orange and red meated fish, and they are those ones are delicious. Really, really, I'll be darned. Yeah. Now, do you use downriggers for those? Is that how you get down to them? Yes. Uh-huh. Yep, because they, they're they're pretty freaking deep. They're like 200 feet plus to catch those guys. And sometimes they'll we'll catch them on accident, kokanee fishing, and they're up 35, 40 feet down is all. Mm-hmm. But that's a rarity. It's not that's not not freaking common for that to happen. Right, right. So if if you had somebody that uh, you know called you up and just said. Hey Kane, I'm going to go um, um, uh, camping at Lake Chelan, and um, uh, and and I want to do a little bit of bank fishing in Lake Chelan, and then also go out with you for a day. Can can you catch a lot of fish off the bank on Lake Chelan? Uh, yeah, sometimes there's there is a huge population of cutthroat, and then yeah. like at the creek mouths, sometimes off the docks. Stuff like that, you can catch them. But uh-huh. Like the winter time, the winter time that <clears throat> there used to be a good rainbow trout fishery off the beach, pretty much right down in town of Chelan. Really? But we they've been putting yeah they've been putting cutthroat in there now. So some people, some people keyed in on them and they figured out how to catch them before they go up lake. But they'll hang out down the lower lake down by Chelan, but then they then they'll start migrating up lake to all the crick mouse and everything and right it's hard right. it's hard for people to get on those cutthroat without without a boat or a private access somewhere on a beach yeah well and you know the, the the lakes on the east side of the mountains are are really like that whether it's you know oregon or washington or, or california you really need a boat to experience yeah. the, you know, the great fishing um, you know, I, because I've talked to a lot of people that, you know, they'll call up or they'll contact me. Hey, I'm going to go to this lake or that lake and uh, we're just going to camp out and want to, you know, fish off the beach. And, and my response usually is, why don't you go swimming? <laughs> because you're not going to yeah. catch a whole, I mean, you're, you're going to, you know, might right hook into a, a couple of fish, you know, if you're lucky. Um, but for the yep. most part, you got to get out in the middle of the lake and, uh, really go with somebody that knows where the fish is to really, um, you know, have a, have a chance of having a good day on that water. But um, you, yeah. you're also saying that you pick up walleye somewhere. What what lake is that on? Yeah, Banks Lake. Banks Lake and Lake Roosevelt. And Banks Lake, that, it can be hit and miss for me, but I have a couple of buddies that are, I'm not a walleye guru by any means. I'm going to, I need to, I need to, fish those more to figure them out but yeah there you can you can have some real good days on banks lake and lake roosevelt really really now now they say they say that the next world record walleye is going to come out of the columbia um in the state of washington that's the what's everybody's predicting are you um do you have the big walleye where you're at not 
Not the numbers like I'm up I'm up river from tri, the Tri Cities where those guys they catch some pigs down there. Yeah, they but do. But then I actually I want to go down there and fish those fish too to get that deal figured out. Uh huh. It'd be fun. Uh-huh. But I've I've heard the same thing. I've heard that record's gonna come too. But I've also heard that the fish aren't as big as they used to be. But I don't I don't fish down there where they're at, so I'm not sure. Yeah. How how big are the walleye in your area? Up here, up here, we get some, you know, 20, the big ones are like 24, 26 inches. Sometimes they come out of some of these lakes. That's a respectable fish. Nothing wrong with that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but most of the good eater ones are like those little 16, 16 mm-hmm. to 18 inches. Yep. Perfect yep. for eating. Yeah. And, and, and I don't know about you, but... You know, there's just something about a, a walleye fish taco. I mean, those are oh, incredible. Yeah. yeah. Walleye. I know, love them. There, there's a lot of people that, that think that the walleye is the best tasting fish they've ever had. And I, I can't necessarily disagree with them, you know, but uh, I'll, uh, no. I'll put sockeye salmon right up with them also, though. That's if, if I could only eat a couple different fish the rest of my life I'd be happy if I had walleye and sockeye slash kokanee and I'd be happy yep 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 Yep. exactly now you've got uh, you've got the king run gonna be showing up soon aren't you yeah there's summer kings in the river right now but the fall the fall run those ones they're fishing on buoy 10 are making some bunch of those will make their way up to uh, the Hanford reach yeah. And uh, now what, yeah, what, what time you, what, when, when do you start uh, uh, fishing Hanford then? And that one, I haven't fished it and I want to, but my work schedule is always messed up in the fall. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't get a whole lot of time to fish, in the, fish down there, but it's like September through the middle of October. Okay. And then, so they'll hit your area, what, um, end of October or something like that? Yeah, and there's, it's not real good up here where we're at, but mm-hmm. it, you can catch fish, but it's not like down, down at the reach. Right, right. Because most well, of those fish are, most of those fish are going to the Priest Rapids hatchery down there. Uh huh. And they'll, yeah, they'll okay. trap them there and spawn them. And right. All that. Now, now, are, are, are there rainbow trout up, up in your part of the world? Oh yeah, pretty yeah. I bet I I, I bet ninety percent of the lakes around here have rainbow trout in them. Really? No kidding. Yeah. And then and there's even there's some in the Columbia too, but there's certain times there's triploids that come that sneak over Chief Joseph Dam out of Rufus Woods Reservoir down into the Columbia. Yeah. And there's a season, but I'm not sure when that is because I really don't fish on those guys. Right, right. Now, now I'm curious. Working in fisheries and that sort of thing, um, I mm-hmm. I fished Kamloops a number of times, and um, yeah. holy smokes, about a fighting fish. They're a it's a it's a breed of rainbow trout. Do you do you have Kamloops in your area? There, I have a private pond. My uncle owns that has some, and they are monsters. Really? How big That's are they? The only place, yeah. They're oh, there's some that are probably pushing 15 pounds. Holy mackerel, that's a big trout. Yeah. Holy smokes. Yeah. 
you can't. Wow. My uncle doesn't allow us to kill any fish out of there, but they're, they are fun to catch and release on a fly rod. Oh, I'll bet. I'll bet that uh, that's yeah. amazing. That is amazing, huh? So, yeah, it's uh, awesome. in, in regards to the, the to the rivers up there, what um, uh, do you have? What trout in 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 the rivers also? Yeah, I live. We live. My wife and I live on the Metow River up here, and it's world class uh, summertime. It is world class trout fishing for cutthroat and rainbows. Really? And there's. Yeah, we haven't had it. It used to be just awesome steelhead fishing too, but we haven't had a steelhead season since 2015. It's, it's real depressing. But it, yeah, you can have good days. We our, one day we went 22 for 25 in one hole when that was open. Oh my God! Really, steelhead, right? Yeah, it's it. Yep, summer run steelhead. It's a blast. Wow, that's a that's an incredible day. That is an incredible yeah, it's day. Fun. Yeah, I'll I'll be darned. I'll be darned. So when did you start? It's heavy hitter guide service, right? Yep, twenty what? twenty sixteen. What was uh, I wanted? To... Go ahead. Oh, I wanted to do it when I was like eighteen, and was yeah. I don't know, scared to do it or whatever. And my uh, my stepdad and I were gonna do this, but he ended up. Him and my mom moved back over here on this side of the mountains, and he ended up passing away like two months later. And oh, really? And I wanted, I wanted, yeah, I wanted to do it with him, and we were gonna do it, but then he passed away. But so I, I decided I was just gonna do it, and hopefully. Hopefully one of these, in the next few years, I'll be able to, like you said before, jump and just do it mm -hmm. full time. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of, mm -hmm. it's kind of a tough industry right now with the way the seasons are going and stuff and with the anadromous fish. It's, I don't know if these guys that do it full time for a living, I have a lot of respect for because it is a right. tough business. But, but you know, the advantage that, that you have that a lot of guys don't is that you're living the fishing industry all all day long or and all year long i mean and, and uh right. you're probably as informed about where you know the fishing is good and where it's not than anybody else in the world up there well yes and no because like yeah. i get the same information the public does from the computer yeah and there's uh yeah and there's uh there's actually quite a bit of info, like social media, plus the uh, Fish and Wildlife Department sends out updates and stuff to people. And, mm -hmm. Or you just talk to other people around. That's like around here now, since there hasn't been steelhead fishing for five or six years, there's a lot of people kokanee fishing. We'll kokanee fish year round now on these lakes like Chelan. Plus, I even. Yeah. I haven't actually ice fished in a couple of lakes. I ice fished for them too, and that's fun too. Really? No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. I love. I love ice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, uh, now do those lakes freeze over every year? Uh, a couple of them that I fish do. There's some. There's some that don't. And then some years we'll get like a two-week window of real good ice, and then it's sketchy. But it. Yeah, that is it is a good time 
I love the ice fish. I've uh, ice fished quite a bit off of uh, or on uh, Diamond Lake down in uh, south oh. uh, south central Oregon, and uh, have caught some just humongous trout. You know, fishing through the ice is <laughs> just a lot of fun. Heck yeah, that's why you use yeah. a little eighteen inch ultralight rods and. Yep. Those fish put up a scrap with those. Yeah, don't they though? Don't they though? Yeah. So, uh, so you got what? What sort of boat do you guide out of, Kane? I run a. It's a twenty-two foot or twenty-one and a half foot uh, aluminum weld Super V open sled. Oh wow! And you can fish how many people out of that? I can comfortably like four plus me. But uh, if legally, uh, legally, I can take six clients with my Coast Guard license. Right. But I have right. I have four comfortable seats in it for clients. Mm-hmm. And do you, do you fish a lot of families and that sort of thing too? Oh yeah, that's one of my favorites. So my thing with the guiding deal, I wish I wish I could take kids. And veterans fishing every day and still pay my bills. I'd do it, take them for, if I could take them for free and still pay my bills, that is what I would love to do. Oh, that's, that's but cool, the man. Families, the, the family deals, I love that. So I have a deal I run that's uh, one kid free, like 12 and under free per paying adult with a limit of one per adult, you know, but it's, I don't wow. know, I love getting, I love watching. I get an adrenaline rush. I get an adrenaline rush myself, even catching bluegill and stuff. But watching little kids or somebody else catch their first fish, yeah. stuff like that, it jacks me up. That's my. The only rule on my boat is whoever has the most fun wins, and that's. <laughs> I don't know. I I try to live life that way too. Sounds like you're. A, sounds like you're a contender on every on every trip under those uh, rules. <laughs> it's. It, it is a blast. I get, I seriously get an adrenaline rush. I don't care how many coconut or bluegill or whatever you've ever seen or caught yourself. It's still every time the rod mm -hmm. goes off, I get an adrenaline rush. Yeah, it's it, it's addictive, isn't it? And uh, passing yeah. that along, to kids, is incredible. And you know, and 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 I must commend you. I mean, I I I work with a lot of guides and charters, and and I've never heard of anyone that will allow a, a kid 12 years of age and under to come along for free for every paying adult. So if, if you have two oh, fathers, yeah. have two, a, a son each or a, or a daughter each that want to go fishing, um, then you'll take out that group of four, as long as the kids are under 12, you'll uh, take out that group of four for the cost just of the two adults coming fishing. Yeah, exactly. Wow, that's it's amazing, not, man. It's like, I don't, it's not about the money. It's about the memories and teaching them. I learn stuff every day, too, from people. And mm -hmm. I don't, it's, it's my way of giving back. And like veterans, too, I like, I don't have a whole lot of money, but to repay them for the sacrifices they have dealt with and everything for us to yeah. keep us free. That's how I, I can repay them is by taking them fishing. Absolutely, a absolutely. I'll bet I'll, I'll bet you get a lot of 
a lot of people uh, looking to book trips with you be, just because of that. There's there's quite a few families. That's yeah, it's cool. I have one family that they come once or twice every year since I've been doing it. And they're, really? they're one of their their little girls. Yeah, their little girls like I think she's seven now, but she I think she was four when they started coming. Yeah. She, one day, someday when she's older, she will have her own boat and she will she'll probably be guiding herself. Really? No kidding. Oh oh yeah, she she loves it. It's great. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome, man. That, that, that is, that yeah. is awesome. So you fish, I mean, you're available uh, over the weekends, obviously. And then do you have time during yep. the, the, the fish people also? Sometimes like my, I'll start my, uh, my work schedule of 10 days on four days off in October. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, and, uh, so I'll be able to fish every other, I'll be off every other Thursday through Sunday so I can fish some Thursdays, Fridays, along with the weekends. Oh, terrific. So if, if uh, yeah. somebody wants to book you for a, a three-day weekend, uh, Friday through Sunday, uh, you've got that available at times. Oh, yeah. Yep, I can do that. Wow, that's cool. Now, what do you what do you provide? If somebody comes fishing with you, do they need to bring their own gear and that sort of thing no i have all the rods and reels tackle all they need to bring is their the proper clothing for the weather we're going to have mm -hmm. and uh their snacks their snacks and drinks i do have bottled water and stuff but their uh -huh. their snacks and drinks they want and then uh a cooler with ice to take fish home i'll bet off a lamb and bag them up and send them home with fish wow wow <laughs> If you're fishing for kokanee or uh, or, or sockeye, it sounds like you need to be, uh, bring a big cooler for that. Oh yeah, some days, some days it's it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I'll be darned. Yeah, what what a great experience. So you personally, what um, what do you like to fish for the most? I live for steelhead fishing. Yeah, but. Since we haven't had a season in five years, the, the kokanee is uh, my favorite. Uh-huh. Well, I, I do love crappie fishing, too. The kokanee, they're uh -huh. fun because, like, we'll fish on Lake Chelan in the wintertime. We'll start in, like, October, November fishing down there. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you're fishing 150, 180 feet deep for kokanee instead cool. of 20 feet <laughs> deep. Yeah, it's really it's fun and you yeah, and you gotta it's not like in the springtime you can run down there and drop your gear down and they're just hammering on when they're down by Chelan. Mm -hmm. But in the wintertime you have to actually go search for them, why are they here? And sometimes you can go through school after school and not get a bite, but you have to you actually have to hunt for them and, and figure out what they're wanting and why they're wanting it so you can get all the rods going off instead of just one here and there. Right. Well, and, and I like the challenge of it. Yeah. And, and just because you hook a kokanee doesn't mean necessarily that <laughs> you're going to get that fish to the boat because we, we call them paper no. mouths after years, you know? Yep. They, uh, they duke it out for sure. They duke it out and they're, and I'm not, I mean, they have a soft mouth, but I think they fight so hard the whole time that's 
they just shake those hooks loose, so wear a hole in their jaw or whatever. But there's some, like the rods and reels and line now, you don't have to use a rubber snubber anymore or any of that stuff because everything, the tackle uh-huh. and rods we use are, everything is, is designed for those fish. And yeah, some days for you're catching, you're landing 50%, but other days it's 80 but they they wow. uh they are fun. That's what that is one of the hard parts with the kids. I'll have to I have to tell them when we're starting. Do not get discouraged if we're losing fish because all of a sudden we'll we'll just start hooking them. Yep. And landing yep. them. Yeah. Yeah. And I I've been in boats where all four ro- rods go off all at the same time. And you just go holy smoke. Yep. We, we got a circus. It's now. a yep. fire drill. Yeah. <laughs> we had one trip. Not this last year, but the year before in the spring, we had we were running six rods, and all six rods went off. And a oh, couple wow. times, five of the six rods went off. Yeah, that's yeah. a zoo. Yeah, I'll, it's fun I'll, though. I'll bet. I'll bet. What? Yeah. What? A, what a neat experience. What? A, what a great way to hook a kid into fishing, huh? Oh yeah, it's it is the perfect kokanee fishing and bluegill fishing is the way to hook kids into getting getting kids into fishing that's true that's true and you, yeah. you had mentioned just a second ago uh that you like fishing for crappie also huh yeah i do that's it's fun yeah, yeah. and they're I, I, I most yeah. of they are they're excellent eating most like they're good on talk for tacos too perch crappie walleye i love oh yeah, yeah. i'm i'm a fat boy so i like eating <laughs> so I'm just curious, what's the what's the limit on crappie there? So, a couple of the lakes I fish, there is no limit. Really? Yeah. But wow. they're not they're not real huge crappie either, though. So it's, we need to kill some of them, a lot of them out of there, so they do get bigger. But it's yeah, yeah, it's it's still fun. That's what, most of the time I'm ice fishing for those in the winter time, and that that is fun. Oh, I'll bet. Uh, I'll bet. Yeah, the one, one lake I fish, you can we can fish crappie and perch, and kokanee through the ice, and that, uh-huh. all on the same lake. That's that's pretty fun. Oh, absolutely. I'll be darned. Yeah. So if if you if you woke up tomorrow morning, and you knew you only had one more fishing trip left, where would you go, and what would you fish for, and 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 what would you use? Oh man. <laughs> well, I'd probably I go to the secret lake I have in Okanagan County and go kokanee slash burbot fishing. Uh huh. And I I would troll I would troll I would troll for the kokanee, and then the burbot yeah. I just drag bottom. But I I use. Line of peak tackle and max lure products for kokanee fishing. Mm-hmm. And uh, the burbot, I would just drag a chunk of bait across the bottom and let the wind drift me. Or now use bur- my bow mount. Now, burbot, I mean, that's a unique fish. It's, don't they call those the freshwater lingcod? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They're I'll be- freaking, they're slimy. So I think in the Midwest, they call them lawyer fish because they're slimy. <laughs> you, you you probably just cut back on on one of the niches 
you probably shouldn't market to now. <laughs> uh, I, actually, I just took an attorney fishing, sockeye fishing, so I'm probably in trouble. <laughs> you probably are. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't realize they had bourbon up, up in uh, Washington. Yeah, they're actually, there used to be a huge population in Lake Chelan, but they got overfished. They're yeah. starting to come back, and there's a couple smaller lakes that have them. They're up in Lake Roosevelt, too, which I haven't fished them up there. But there's some guys do really well up there uh, yeah. on Lake yeah. Roosevelt in the wintertime. And, and I've never eaten them, but I understand they are really good. Oh, yeah, it's nice, nice white meat. I, they are excellent. Yeah, yeah, I'll be darned. So that would be your last day fishing at your secret lake, <laughs> fishing kokanee and then dragging the bob bottom for bourbon. Yep. I, yep. Cause uh, that. Well, unless I could go steelhead fishing, I would go fishing right out front of my house here. Right, right. For steelhead. Yeah. There you go. It's hard because gotcha. I'll fish for anything, man. Freaking bluegill, bluegill to Chinook salmon and anything in uh -huh. between. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, and, I don't know. I uh, just love it. And you'll... You'll take fish, uh, people fishing for all those too, won't you? Yep, if they want. I've had some trips, they just want to go bluegill and crappie fishing, I'll do that. If they want to go uh -huh. do something else, we'll do that. Yep. Right, right. Because uh, I'd, I'd be fishing anyway, so might as well go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yep, exactly, exactly. Well, Kane, how do people get a hold of you if they'd like to, uh, to, to book a trip and, uh, you know, uh, um, how, how available are you over the next six months? I'll, I'm available on the weekends pretty much mm -hmm. for the next six months. And then you can, they can get a hold of me off my new website you're helping me with. It's heavyhitterguideservice.com mm -hmm. or on Facebook, Instagram. I have my, my Heavy Hitter Guide Service page on Facebook. And on uh -huh. my personal page on Facebook, you can message me, or my okay. phone number is 509-421-1235. And, of course, you're fishing uh, in places where you don't have cell service and, and you're out and about. Right. So he leaves you, uh, uh, he doesn't get a hold of you immediately, just leave a message. You're really good at getting back from, back to people, but, uh, you know, that's just yep. part of the fishing game is that you got to yep. sometimes you know, leave a message and you'll get back to them. That, uh, that's, that's cool, man. That is cool. I will. So, up, up here, even at home sometimes, as we live in north central Washington, up in the mountains here, and the, I can see the cell tower from the house, but sometimes the phone doesn't even work. So, yeah. Really? Email okay. me off, of, off the website or, or text or leave a voicemail, and I'll get back to people. Very good. Well, Kane, we want to thank you so much for uh, coming on and spending a little bit of time with us today. It's been a whole lot of fun talking to you, and you sound like a great guy to go fishing with. That uh, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to sharing a boat with you sometime. Heck yeah, it'd be awesome. I, I appreciate you having me on and helping me with everything you've done so far, man. I really appreciate it. Oh, it's it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. Well, tight and lines, my friend, and. Uh, We'll be uh, we'll be seeing you on the river. Heck yeah, buddy! Thank you. Whoever has okay. the most fun wins. <laughs> I love it. 